Welcome to the bookcast. We've had a long hiatus since last time. We had a baby. Did uh, some stuff. What was the last one? Uh, the last one we did was the uh, mechanical. Oh yeah, what number? Do you know? That was Numbers. number eight, so this is number nine, dear listeners. Okay. Congratulations, everyone. Uh, this time we read The Fold by Peter Kleins. So uh, I'd previously read um, his book X Heroes, which was about zombies and superheroes. It was fine. Um, very popcorn kind of book. Uh, this was way better than that. Uh, I enjoyed the heck out of this book. It was so good. Um, I think I read it in two sittings. Yeah, you read pretty and quick. You read it in one day. Yeah. yeah. I, I I guess we just read a lot of shit books. I haven't been grabbed by a book this long in a, this grabbed by a book this uh, hard in a long time. Yeah. It was just it was really well paced. I liked the main character. I thought he had an interesting perspective on stuff with his. Um, photographic memory and stuff and how that all worked i thought was interesting um and but it th- wasn't too like out of this world superhero ability it actually seemed right. like something that could happen and you know he smartly like he was looking away during an important event and he's like i i wasn't looking i can't <laughs> i don't have any idea what happened or yeah like he's like so who won the super bowl in 1958 he's like i don't know i don't yeah i never would have known yeah So yeah, um, this might not be a great book cast because we liked it so much. Yeah, I don't. Normally really have... we have tons of yeah, tons of reasons to rag on something to nitpick. One thing I will say is this book should not be named the Fold because that's a terrible name. It should be called the Albuquerque Door. Yeah, I would. I'd read that. Um, supposedly this was based on a short story that he wrote that was called the Albuquerque Door, and then he changed it to the Fold because he wanted a more generic and stupid name. I don't know. They even explain that it's not a fold. It's... Yeah, I mean, it's called the Albuquerque door repeatedly in the book. Yeah. And what they're doing is, I don't know, folding space time or whatever, except it's not. They don't even really know what it's doing. We still don't. Well, it was like opening a gateway into other dimensions. Right, but they don't know the mechanism on oh, which no. that happens. They just plugged in an ancient... Um, equation into it and it just yeah even that was super interesting um how they didn't actually know how it worked yeah and that it's a smart way to write a book because then you don't have to get all science pseudoscience about it yeah. and have people pick apart your pseudoscience just be like i don't know man it just we got drunk we put it in it worked did you ever read um timeline by michael Crichton? which one was that uh, is these guys go back in time to, like, middle medieval era? Mm-mm, no. Well, anyway, when they send them back in time, um, after they send them, one of the people that stays in the present is like, I get how you dematerialize them here, how do you rematerialize them there? And he's like, uh, you can never tell anyone this, but we don't know. <laughs> uh, we think they're actually from a different dimension. <laughs> That did figure it out. You're like, okay, great. <laughs> what was that book we read where, um, what 
was it? He had like a watch or something, and you would just like skip ahead a dimension, and you. Would... Oh oh oh! Um, shit, I can't think of the name of it. But it was. But he like made one in a garage. Yes, out of spaghetti. <laughs> yes, and like a bunch <laughs> of tennis rackets or something. I, that book had a lot of problems, but I, the similarities with that book and this one, um, where she's talking about Star it, some Star Trek, but then some TV series that didn't exist in our yeah, dimension. Yeah, yeah, the alternate dimension stuff. I thought like, that was oh, neat. Yeah, oh man, that that's but somehow they managed to have the Wrath of Khan, but not either Star both Trek. ways. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that he actually set up a reason why they would have so many, like they'd been through the door. What, what, one guy had been through like 800 times or something. 80. 80. The so. guy that finally turned into a zombie. Yeah. He'd been 80 times, but the reason like the more people there are around it, the more divergent it gets. So like when it's just the couple of them there, they're just in like very similar universes. That's why they never really noticed. Okay. I didn't understand that. Now that you're explaining... They didn't do a great job explaining it, but I think that's what he was going for. Okay, that makes more sense. Maybe in some universes, other people... Uh, what was our main character's name? Mike. Maybe Mike never came at all. Or he just decided to stay home. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was interesting that... Um, so Mike and... Uh, What's her face? The programming girl. Uh, Jamie or something? Or Jamie? Jamie. So they fully acknowledge that, like, they are probably not the same people that, <laughs> that like, yeah. slept together. Certainly not the same people that, like, drank at that bar. And they're like, well, it's yeah, probably close fine. enough. I, I like how they okayed with it they were. Because what else are you going to do? If alternate dimension Brent took your place, sorry, man. I, what are you going to do about it? Just I would totally like, get with. Him. No, yeah. no, I would get with alternate dimension Brent. You don't have to be so excited about it. <laughs> Somebody's going to help me raise those babies. Um, I really like the like steady change in the book from kind of like mystery to holy shit, what's going on here to like straight up like Stephen King weirdness. Oh, I remember what I want to say. The intro to this book is fantastic. My heart was pounding. Oh, with the guy coming home? Yeah, yeah and like this one, there's some somebody in this woman's house and she is grabbing a knife and then it's her husband. Oh, yeah, that was that was intense. And it would make sense that what after you explained what you explained, um, you know, maybe in another universe, I think his name was Ben. Yeah. Um, well, it just kind of means that he was kind of on the... He had a very could-go-either-way experience that led to who, his two different wives. So it yeah. was easy for him to change into that other version. Bummer. Yeah. Bummer for that life. <laughs> Definitely. Especially because there's no one doing it. <sighs> uh, one thing I didn't like was the ending. Like, the two agents from the interdimensional task force or whatever just kind of show up and they're like, Yeah, this happens. Were there roaches? Yeah, and it's like, what? Couldn't you... There's supposedly a different book that those characters are from, which has a similar event. So they're in the same universe, but it's not the same book. But I don't think that needed to be there at all. 
Like, if you're going to have these two groups of characters join up, do that in a third book. Like, it really just confused us reading just this book. We're like, who are these people? What a weird way to end your book. I didn't think it was that weird. I thought it was a convenient way to tidy up your your loose ends. Give your main character something to do. He can stay with his girlfriend. I just wish they'd been like, I guess we just continue living and driven away. Like, I didn't need them to The Hollywood it. ending. Well, not even that. They're just, like, confused, and I guess we'll figure it out. Like, they don't... I didn't need them to join an interdimensional task force. And for Mike to suddenly be like, okay, I'm ready to use my intellect for <laughs> For the for powers good. of good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still super... <laughs> impressed at how much better this book is than X-Heroes. Not that X-Heroes is bad, but it's, you know, the last book we read, The Mechanical, was terrible. Yeah. And, well, it's not that bad, but it is terrible in relation to the other stuff that guy wrote. Yeah. So it just kind of makes me think, like, man, you, you can be in a, have a, definitely have an off day as an author, or you can fire in all cylinders. Well, okay. Um, Ian Trigellis, who wrote The Mechanical, his, the Milkweed series is some of my favorite books. Yeah. And I was so disappointed on so many levels with the mechanical. Well, I'm glad we went the direction of reading The Fold first before reading Next Heroes. Are we reading? Well, I'm glad I went that direction. You don't have to read Next Heroes. <laughs> okay. It's fine. I think there's actually, a, I think it's a trilogy. Uh, Yeah. That's what we got here. Yeah, that's man. Um, it, it was really good. Yeah, he's, we always talk about this that like good books make for shitty book clubs. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to say. What What's the next book? Well, uh, hold on. What was your star rating? I gave it a four stars. A four out of five. Yeah. You can stick by your four. Oh yeah. Because sometimes yeah. you change. Yeah. Well, sometimes I have to sleep on it. Um. You wouldn't upgrade or downgrade after this time? No, it's sometimes after our podcast and we like really get to ripping on a book. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, man, you're right. That was a bunch of garbage. <laughs> um, I had also put four stars. Yeah, it's a very solid book. I'm uh, I'm interested to see how everyone else feels about it. Yeah. So when, when was book club? Was it last Sunday? I don't know that they've done this one yet. Oh, okay. Um. Have you read anything else? Oh, okay. So one of the other reasons we took such a long hiatus was that we were trying to read Armada, which is the oh, that's right. second book from uh, the guy that did Ready Player One. And it is fucking awful. Like, it's so not bad. that bad, but it's so boring. It's so derivative, like, shitty version of like, what he'd previously done. Star Trek reference, video game reference. Oh, I know, right? Like Star Wars all the references sort of made sense in the context of Ready Player One because they were clues to, like, the game. Like, a crazy person set this up yeah. with all these references. So that all made sense. Like, here is just, like, a bunch of nerds hanging mm. out, which I get I get is the premise, except that they're all exactly the same nerd. Every character is the author. Yeah. He cannot write people that are not him. And, like, later in the book, the char- the the main dude and his dad have, like, really serious conversations, and, like, in the middle of them, they'll make, like, weird references to stuff, and it's just like, can you not have a conversation without doing that? Like, are you all autistic? I don't... <laughs> Maybe. It's super weird. Well, I stopped reading it. I would pick it up and read 
you know, five pages and then put it down. God, that book almost killed reading for me. I almost quit reading entirely. (laughs) Never read again. (laughs) So, yeah. Like, sir, why didn't you stop at that stop sign? (laughs) I've given up reading. Because Armada. Be like, move along, sir. I understand. (laughs) Um... I read a couple other books, a few of which were good. Let me uh, bring them up here. Good enough that I should read them and we should do a... I think um, you would probably like When We Were Animals. It's um, it's about a girl growing up in a town where like, when you hit puberty-ish, everyone kind of goes feral at night. Oh, okay. Like, not quite werewolves. Like, they don't transform or anything, but like... Otherwise, yeah, kind of. Huh. And um, then maybe after two years of that, you're done and you become an adult. And like, there's, it, you know, it's clearly a parallel for puberty and stuff like that. But like, it's a really interesting book and it's a really um, honest depiction of what it's like to grow up as a teen. Like, there's this one description of her kissing this dude and like, it's so funny because they just talk about like, they're making out so long they don't even, like, know. They're, they're just, like, touching lips still. Like, they don't even really know what they're doing. And, like, I can totally remember doing that in high school. Like, I don't really, like, you kiss for a while and you're just like, I guess we're still kissing. Like, should we stop? This is weird. Like, you yeah, know? you can only do that for so long. <laughs> There's just a lot of stuff like that. Like, it was really, I don't know if this person is, like, 20 and it just happened to them or they just really remember it well. But it was a, it was an entertaining read. Um Kind of an odd ending, but that's fine. Um, let me see. We read uh, Nightwatch. I read I most of Nightwatch. I read uh, two-thirds, maybe? Um, it's fine. Uh, I like the like multiple stories in one novel thing. I, I like the way they did that. I really don't like the... It's one of the things I hate about Harry Potter is that, like, you don't really find out what was happening until the end when Dumbledore tells you. Like, that happened, like, with every one of these stories. The guy come in, like, Igor Ivanovich or whatever shows up and he's like, well, what was actually happening was this. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess that's what we were doing here. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I think I read the second one. Oh. Well, I read two-thirds of the first one, and it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good enough to keep reading. Yeah. Um, I checked out Star Wars Aftermath, which is supposed to be, like, the the book leading up to Episode Seven. Ooh. It's not any good. Oh. Maybe it would be now that I know, like, all the places and stuff, but at the time, it was super boring. No. It was really kind of a letdown, because, like... I really like immersing myself in something. Like, when Star Wars is coming, it's like, okay, fine, let's read the book, let's play the game, let's watch the movie, like, and I like getting super into stuff. And I was like, okay, this is my start, and <laughs> it's just not any good. And then my other choice is, like, Armada, and that's why I was like, I just don't want to read. <laughs> um, Boy, you did yeah. a lot of reading. How did you find so much time to read? Well, half of those were while we were on vacation. Oh, I guess we did do that, didn't we? Yeah. All right, um, I'm not sure what the next book's going to be, but uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you.